0: From beach towels to tea towels, and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT shop has it all. Browse our shop now at TNTradio.live. Critically analyzing global affairs. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: And we are back. We we were off for a few days. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. Just as I was getting used to the vacation, I got to hop back in the saddle here, I'll have uh first time guests joining me the next two hours. Martha Hennessy will be joining me. She's a grand, it's the seventh grandchild of Dorothy Day. Uh, and we'll talk, we'll be talking about, uh, military industrial complex, peace, activism and whatnot. And then Herbie K will be joining us second hour to discuss his 1964 plan, uh, on restoring America, your questions via the live chat are very welcome or through the uh through my email uh, you can uh message me through my dntradio.live contact form uh or um call in and talk to some of our guests and uh there was this talk in the ad about energy there is some energy news and I was shocked to discover today my uh electricity bill here in Mexico and, our, and my neighbor as well uh was shocked as well it was three times the usual amount and we were scratching our heads wondering what was going on and then i we we learned apparently that the government as governments tend to do they just willy-nilly decided to triple uh you know the the december january uh, electricity bill for everyone for no reason at all uh just because they they said you know people use christmas lights and so we're just going to triple it um we we didn't use Christmas lights so why do I got to (laughs) pay total lame excuse you know government's just like you know what we're just going to triple charge you this this winter deal with it you know so and 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 on that energy news is being reported that and Germany's energy transition the time of cheap energy is over tell me about it here in Mexico says the head of the federal network agency in in Germany prices will be permanently high so we're really starting to feel the, the neo-feudalism. Uh, and also Spain joins Germany and calls it quits on nuclear energy. Government of Spain reached an agreement to officially begin sunsetting the nation's commercial nuclear energy grid in favor of more conventional, or dare I say, unconventional forms of renewable energy, or energy as I'll call it in general, per the terms, Spain's current fleet of seven active commercial fission reactors will begin the gradual process of prepping each facility for the commissioning so there goes the death zero program onward March uh, as I like to call it And Alex Epstein energy expert he's come out uh, he just uh, he said a a number of great things in an interview with Sky News he says John Kerry is a fascist John Kerry he he is a fascist the Kerry's basically saying I should have total control over the economy so if I don't like coal plants I get to shut down coal plants that itself is terrifying that on climate grounds you can just shut down any industry you want and so make no mistake this this is fascism we are you know ur, ur- fascism as uh, umberto uh, Eco calls it eternal fascism every generation has to battle with this evil with fascism with collectivism communism and whatnot a lot of war news lindsey graham just uh coming right out of the gates on Fox News says hit Iran blow it off the map (laughs) he wants to end the year with a with a bang uh so you got uh Graham saying let's blow up Iran you've got Alexander Dugin Russian intellectual saying the big war will come to the Middle East maybe a bit later but it will the Houthis will not stop ships will not enter any more Red Sea the oil prices will go up Iran will respond to provocations The collapse of israel is inevitable call it what you will we call it the end time agenda Uh, the apocalypse is now right now or a bit later maybe not yet but soon says uh, alexander dugan uh in the dutch media being reported today dutch army boss warns of war with russia the netherlands must seriously consider an armed conflict with russia this applies to both the army and society said the boss of the Dutch land for forces uh, our society should prepare for this but wait there's more it just it just keeps going Reuters uh, reports China urges regional alert as U.S military steps up forward deployment China's Defense Ministry uh, today urged the Asia Pacific to be on high alert as the U.S steps up forward military deployment in the region after reports of a U.S plan to revive a Pacific airfield that launched atomic bombings of of Japan speaking of Japan but wait there's more it gets even better this is from a few weeks ago but the National Interest reported Japan is destined to have nuclear weapons Doctor, Str- can we get any more Dr Strangelove uh today and it starts with a quote from Kissinger back uh, April of this year the Japanese have a pretty clear view of where they're going they're heading towards becoming a nuclear power in five years Let's get this party started. And let's not forget Venezuela. Venezuela, the Americas, don't leave us out. Uh, Venezuela to deploy defensive action in response to UK threats. Uh, so today, Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro ordered the deployment of the joint military exercise uh, Domingo, and General Domingo Antonio Sifontes, 2023, to protect the country's territorial integrity in response to the UK's threat with uh, their arrival of the HMS Trent right off of the coast of Guyana and um, Serbia as well Dragana Trifkovic, a very excellent Serbian analyst says that the U.S. is coordinating the actions of both the Serbian government and the Serbian opposition this is coming from geostrategy.rs according to experts an attempt is being made to stage a coup in Serbia on the model of Ukraine's Maidan in 2014, most experts believe that the actions of the Serbian opposition are coordinated by Brussels and Washington. Captain obvious right there. So a lot of stuff is is popping off as we wind the year down. Uh, a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a possible guest or host you'd like to hear on TNT, or perhaps a topic you want us to discuss we love to hear from you fill out the suggestion form at the top of TNTRadio.live, or message any one of us presenters to our uh, respective contact forms help us make a difference on tnt radio be a part of the conversation
0: i want representation i can trust have your say biden isn't doing enough this is today's news talk radio tnt
1: On Wednesday, the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, announced it has filed a lawsuit against Grand Canyon University, making it the second agency under the Biden regime to take action against the largest Christian school in the nation within the past few months. And what the university says is a coordinated attack, assault by multiple agencies against the institution here with the story. Joining
2: me now, TNT Radio. News producer, Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Thanks, Harori. Yeah, what a coincidence that it just happens to be Christian, the largest one in the nation. I'm sure that has nothing to do with all of this, right? Um, Right, yeah, you're shaking your head. Um, So this this is official. Uh, The FTC made the announcement in a press statement uh, that they filed this uh, legal challenge in the U.S. District Court for the District of Arizona. This is yesterday, December 27th. Uh, naming as defendants uh, Grand Canyon Education, GCE, Grand Canyon University, GCU, and Brian Mueller, the CEO of GCE and the president of GCU. Um, according to the complaint, basically the Phoenix-based school, which has more than 100,000 enrolled students, told prospective students that the total cost of the university's quote-unquote accelerated doctoral programs was equal to the cost of 20 courses or 60 credits. However, in reality, according to the allegation from the FTC, the school requires that almost all doctoral students take many more additional quote-unquote continuation courses, which amount to thousands of dollars in costs. The FTC noted the U.S. Department of Education reported that fewer than 2% of GCU doctoral program graduates completed their program within the cost bracket advertised by GCU, and that nearly 78% of the students have to take five or more continuation courses, according to the agency. Um, In its lawsuit, the FTC also says that the school has, quote, continued their deceptive, deceptive marketing of doctoral practices despite investigations by the Department of Education and the FTC, end quote, along with claims that GCU misled students regarding the cost of its doctoral programs. The lawsuit claims the school deceptively advertised itself as a nonprofit to prospective students despite, quote, operating the school for the profit of GCE and its investors, end quote. In its statement, the FTC said, quote, the FTC alleges that GCU has been operated for the profit of GCE and its stockholders and pays 60 percent of its revenue to GCE pursuant to an agreement designating GCE as the exclusive provider for the for most university related services end quote. The agency further alleged that Mr. Mueller as GCU's president also benefits as both CEO and a stockholder of GCE and receives a salary, bonuses, and other compensation from both GCU and GCE, which is tied to the school's performance. Basically, um, they think, hey, how can you call this not-for-profit if there's plenty of profit here? We can prove this. Uh, Furthermore, the FTC claims that the school engaged in, quote, deceptive and abusive telemarketing practices, end quote, by calling prospective students who submitted their contact information via the school's online website, even if the prospective students had specifically requested not to be called Oh no! Um, onto this idea that they think basically uh, they're being targeted. Um, GCU spokesman Bob Romantic, yes, that's his name, in a statement to Arizona's KTVK slash KPHO, called the FTC's allegations absurd and claimed the school is being unfairly targeted is being unfairly targeted by the Biden administration. He said, quote, this is unfortunately yet another example of the Biden administration weaponizing federal government agencies in a coordinated effort to target institutions to which they are ideologically opposed, end quote. He asserted that the claims regarding the school's doctoral program were refuted twice in federal courts and are not substantiated by other objective third parties. Parties. Now, this all comes after GCO was fined $37.7 million by the same Biden administration's Department of Education for allegedly misleading thousands of students about the costs of its doctoral programs, marking the largest fine of its kind ever issued by the department. So here we are again for Rory, the largest fine levied against an institution, Uh, not enough, now we're gonna sick the FTC after them. What do you think about this?
1: yeah I, I don't have enough information I'd say that the jury is still out I didn't hear a strong different defense uh from the University but it's interesting as you mentioned It's the second attempt by by the Biden regime it's the biggest Christian school although um you know there are plenty of Christian in name only institutions and churches these days um in America so just because the University says it's Christian or a church or tends to be Christian um you know there are false churches out there there are there are institutions that are no longer uh, really truly Christian so uh, some of these accusations could be true I don't know and 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 um it's it's still unclear to me when it says the continuation courses because it, you know the, it, it mentions how some graduates completed completed the program within the cost bracket and others didn't and that you know um that could mean that the students are not up to up to par and so they've had they failed courses and they've had they've had to take an extra semester or whatnot uh that would be the students fault not the the school's uh fault uh but also in general I think universities are suffering as we all are in this new neo-feudalism right the the inflation the economy I was talking to some folks uh, in my former place of employment, and every year um, where I used to work here in Mexico, they'd have an end-of-the-year bash where everyone on the campus was invited from the high school, university, uh, everywhere. Huge dinner, uh, party, raffles, TVs, you name it. And I hear that now, none of that people just come I think you have like a tiny like f- finger food no raffles no TVs no nothing which kind of speaks that, that, that um, th- there's no money uh anymore and it, everyone seems to be uh suffering and so uh, I we should follow up on this story I guess at some point in the future um ruckus but but I would end with this note about Matt Smith works with Doug Casey. He put out a fantastic Substack the other day. Uh the uh it's uh, greatman.com. College is a dead man walking. Uh and basically says for less money and a lot less time than college you could become a you could do many things, become a pilot, a healer, a competent fighter, a businessman, uh and I I'd say that's the way to go. Uh if you ask
2: me your further thoughts, Ruckus no, I think I agree with most of what you said there. It was a great observation about the uh, the results were varied from student to student. So that could be their way out in this case. But we'll see. Um, in general, I think to, to levy such a large fine and to target them like this on the heels of another challenge, uh, a legal one recently, it's just, it, it just does seem to feed that, that idea that there's some sort of political persecution happening, which is perfect since there's an election coming up, Rory. I'll leave you with that thought yeah I mean I think there are universities
1: probably that are guilty of more egregious violations so it still is strange that they're coming after uh this Christian University so uh, all right Ruckus catch up with you in a bit we've got coming up uh the seventh grandchild of Dorothy Day peace activist uh, Martha Hennessy we'll be right back
0: Rick Munn on TNT Radio.
3: There was a, a statement that I saw last week that I thought was quite interesting from one of these uh, WEF spokespeople, the World Economic Forum spokesperson. And one thing that she said that I thought was quite interesting was she said, you know, um, there is been a little bit of a tail off with people buying into the vaccine narrative. And she blamed that on people like us spreading so-called misinformation. disinformation. She said that climate change was a little
0: bit too much of an abstract concept for people to really grab and get their heads around so that's
3: not really taking off the way they want to either. And Then she said something very interesting. She said you know what, when the water crisis comes people will understand that because it's simple and everybody needs water and if you don't have water for a few days at a time you'll know all about it. So maybe you know we're hypothesizing a little bit about what's what it's going to take to grab people and bring them back on board again with a world economic forum type narrative could this be what it is?
0: Locked in Loaded with Rick Munn on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. The Light is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious lies. No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. They've launched a new service called Wake Up Your Neighbours, where you can get copies delivered to the streets right around you if you don't want to do it yourself. The Light Paper, not for right, just right so far. thelightpaper.co.uk our next steps to space this time we go back to the moon to learn to live to work to invent to create today's news talk radio
1: tnt joining us for the first time on tnt radio is martha Hennessy, retired occupational therapist grandmother of nines and the seventh grandchild of dorothy Day, she volunteers at Mary House, Catholic worker in New York City, works on the family farm in Vermont, and where she raises self-sufficient crops with her husband, so she's ready for the Great Reset. She's traveled to Russia, Iran, Iraq, Egypt, Israel, Palestine, Korea, and Afghanistan to educate herself on the effects of U.S. foreign policy and war making on countries and families around the globe. She's been arrested and served prison time for resistance to torture used in Iraq and Guantanamo. The use of weaponized drones for long distance killing the use of starvation as a weapon of war and the production and use of nuclear power and weapons she speaks on the issues of war and poverty the need for prison and nuclear weapons abolition and the practice of the works of mercy and catholic social teaching welcome to tnt martha
3: thank you so much for having me <laughs>
1: absolutely fascinating uh background and uh you know I, we, we got connected because of my past guest jack elroy jack, jack Gilroy, uh sorry who does a fantastic work and um you, you've got just a fascinating background if there's anything else you you, you wanna tell us about that uh do, you know I'm sure there are people who don't know who Dorothy Day is and so uh, and anything else you' uh, or any interesting story as well that you have.
3: Well, Dorothy's being considered for um, canonization in the Catholic Church, so that's kind of bizarre, Um, a family member, a living family member talking about their grandmother possibly becoming a saint. Um, I'm speaking to you from Mary House, Catholic worker in um, lower Manhattan, and this is the House of Hospitality where Dorothy lived the last five years of her life and died here in the house, and it's a house of hospitality that, um, I'm so sorry, it's a house of hospitality for the homeless, and we have the soup line where we serve um, the women, we have St. Joe's house over on First Street, um, serving the men. And unfortunately, uh, the work still is necessary. More and more homeless people are coming to our doors because of the um, conditions of advanced capitalism and a war economy. Um, so come visit us anytime. It's a, it's a great education um, working here and, and visiting us.
1: Yeah, and speaking of of, of the uh, economy and homelessness, uh, I want to get your thoughts on a number of these things. But for me, you know, I start big picture and then we drill on down. And so to get your th- thoughts uh, on the state of the American empire, basically, because, you know, it's it's what you said. It's the war economy. Um, we're living under a plutocracy or a oligarchy, uh, which is slowly eroding the, the middle class. And so um, you're sort of t- to start big picture thoughts on where we are at as uh, as the american empire.
3: Well, thank you. Um I just uh 2 days ago returned from uh, London um visiting the UK, visiting the two catholic worker houses there and also um standing outside the gates of uh, Belmarsh prison. I have a friend Kieran O'Reilly who is from Brisbane and he has helped uh found catholic worker houses in the UK. And he's been camped out in solidarity um, with uh, Julian Assange's situation. Um, I'm just mentioning that now because it's, you know, fresh on my heart. Um, The situation of uh, refugees um, pouring into Europe, pouring into the United States, you know, all as a direct result of the war making that, you know, we have done in to our neighbors, to the south of us, Central and South America. A lot of the folks coming in are coming from uh, countries that we have economic sanctions slapped against. And the houses in London are filled with men from everywhere, North Africa, Algeria, Morocco, um, Belarus, um, Ukraine. So uh, this condition of... um, Advanced capitalism creating um, massive waves of uh, refugees, and of course, in combination with uh, climate collapse, um, we are in pretty horrific times right now. Never mind speaking about Gaza, Yemen, all the wars that we've been in, engaged in. You know the the, the war on terror since nine eleven. The attacks here in new york city um five trillion dollars has been spent and it's the weapons manufacturers that's what's driving our foreign policy uh, jeffrey sachs recently uh, spoke to that um, it's it's lockheed martin who's dictating how we live and how we die
1: and it it just so happened strangely the the day that you you come on um the news i was reading today a lot of war news lindsey graham coming out and saying let's literally bomb um iran you've got the D- dutch military saying we must prepare for war with um, russia now china's Defense ministry saying we need to put ourselves on high alert because the us is stepping up forward military deployment in the region japan talking about getting nukes now the uk sending a warship off the coast of guyana uh, forcing Venezuela to react with a military exercise and Washington and Brussels uh, attempting regime change, uh, you know, to, to implement democracy, right? Re- regime change in, in Serbia. So um, your thoughts after having followed, you know, these types of things for many years and being involved in activism, it, it just feels like we're on the road to World War Three. Any any thoughts about um of these developments
3: yeah quite an ambitious plan isn't it (laughs) madness utter madness um well pope francis has alluded to the fact that perhaps we're already in piecemeal uh, world war three and that's what we're looking at is multiple fires uh, around the globe and what does bombing accomplish um it violates human rights, It's uh, our universal hum- human rights are being dispensed with very promptly. We are all expendable in the eyes of the uh, war makers, uh, the weapons industry. I know that the nine nuclear states are planning on uh, spending uh, billions of dollars uh, to upgrade the nuclear arsenal. Um, how is that going to help anything? Um, I know that the nuclear weapons are the uh, bully stick of uh, white supremacy. And, you know, these weapons may not be used since exploded since Hiroshima and Nagasaki. However, they're used on a daily basis. And, you know, one of the points that we made with our uh, trial, we were placed on trial for um, challenging the U.S. military, walking onto one of the naval bases, and the point that we keep trying to make uh, over and over again is these weapons are a theft from the poor. We're spending $158,000 a minute on this nuclear arsenal, and we don't have money for education. Um, We don't have money for housing. There's There's a dreadful housing crunch, both here in the US, the UK, Ireland. Um, I had a chance to visit Ireland recently. And this business of um, bombing Iran, it's, it's, it's a war crime. Um, the United States is committing war crimes left and right. Um, we got away with destroying Korea. We got away with uh, destroying Vietnam. We got away with destroying Iraq, Afghanistan um so this really this has to change this has to shift because it's not survivable and as i said uh, we are all expendable in this um global rush for the last of the resources we can't afford to support our oligarch class any longer Um, so it really is time to um continue with civil resistance you know in the face of all of these horrors that are happening globally
1: indeed you know I I feel the same way that they view us as completely um disposable real quick Martha we're going to jump to our headlines be right back
0: I got a news flash for you
1: TNT radio news TNT radio news this is James O'Neill
0: The Colorado Republican Party has appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, challenging a decision by the Colorado Supreme Court that disqualified former President Donald Trump from appearing on the state's ballot. Storm Garrett has caused significant disruption across Scotland, leading to power outages in thousands of homes and impacting the travel network. The United States, through Secretary of State Antony Blinken, has pledged an additional $250 million in military support to Ukraine globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda. It never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT TNT Radio. Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs, delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT
1: Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play today's news talk this is TNT radio we're talking to Martha Hennessy and uh just one thing you mentioned before the headlines Martha was um this military spending and I you know I I think what you said is true you know whether one is left or right or or neither um it's true that they're taking our money spending it on on these you know in the price of these missiles and, and and bombs uh and and that's going in that direction instead of being spent on the people on infrastructure uh on all sorts of things that the people need and, and a lot of that money is laundered right the money that's sent to Ukraine um I was shocked to learn just a couple of weeks ago we, we've been seeing all these clips of famous people making pilgrimages to Zelensky right all these actors the Sean Penns of the world um Ben Stiller you, you name it that apparently they were being paid you know hundreds of thousands of dollars as PR and that you some Ukrainian officials were um taking a part of that money for themselves like grifting on it so that that that, that's you know our and then the 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 money that gets that's American senators approved to go to Ukraine again that gets laundered back into their defense stocks and 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 whatnot and so um your your further thoughts you've also talked about drone warfare and one of one of my uh, things that i worry about as well is that a lot of what was developed in in the global war on terror right it's it's coming back home to be used against the the american people in the domestic police state
3: yeah that's how it typically is um well let's just remember smedley butler who said uh, war is a racket and it's all about making money off of killing And yes, the drones will come home to haunt us. And yes, the uh, IDF has been training our own local uh, police forces. Um, You know, this playbook of um, ethnic cleansing, uh, genocide, uh, theft of uh, resources, it's a very old playbook and we're we're seeing it um, play out with the utter destruction of Gaza. Um, and here you have a civilian population, you know, trapped in a refugee camp. And it seems that we're reaching um, new heights of barbarism um, every, every week. Um, and having to witness this, you know, just today we, there was a... a Very good um, procession um, put on by Jewish Voice for Peace, where today is the feast day of the Holy Innocents uh, in the Catholic calendar. Herod calls for the murder of all the children under a certain age, trying to, you know, get at Jesus, the Messiah. And we're just witnessing this over and over and over again. And... My last arrest was on uh, November 13th um, at the U.S mission to the UN. It was the uh, States party's second review of the treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons and we were there to say to the U.S mission um, get over there that we did not even send observers. Um, to to hear what is happening with this treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons. So our message was get over there, participate, um, sign this treaty. Uh, it's very very critical, and that's that's what we do. We raise our tiny little voices um, where and uh, when we can against this massive colossal uh, war machine. And today we also spent two hours um, with a nativity. Nativity um, crash set in front of Saint Patrick's Cathedral, you know, to the effect of of saying Jesus is under the rubble um, in Gaza. Herod, if Herod had his own drones, the Holy Family would not have made it across Gaza into Egypt. Um, so that that is our frame of reference uh, as Catholics, uh, as Catholic workers, and you know, I'm just one tiny little person and. I just simply do what I can to raise a voice of no against this dragon that is consuming the planet, consuming all of its people um but we have to we have to hold on to hope. we have to um keep speaking out, truth to power and pay a personal price for speaking out. Um, but that's that's what we do um. With the catholic worker movement
1: in, in in some ways it's all that we can do uh but i also would view actions that in, individuals such as yourself and 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 some of us do is is it's it, it's it's a lot it's a lot you know and if more people if we had enough people doing it that can then shift things as we've seen throughout history right the the movements that people like Martin Luther King led I speak about this often um when, when I taught uh, at University on these subjects I I you know William Pepper uh King's lawyer I got his book right behind me state of I forget the the full title but you know how the government took out MLK because he just br- bring, brought together such a big non you know non-compliance non-violent movement to change things and so uh, again if enough people are doing what you're doing then we can get the tide uh, turning on on any number of 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 issues that we're looking at, and just just back to Israel, wh- where do you see things going? Because I, I, in some ways, you know, the, this the, the whole Israel Palestine thing has been going on for many decades, but it feels like we're now slowly getting into uncharted uh, territory that it's very dangerous. People like the, the Lindsey Graham's of the world would love to use this as a pretext to bomb Iran uh, and start World War III. Um, we keep hearing that the Israeli government wants to expel um, all of the Palestinians from Gaza, send them to Jordan, um, Egypt. In fact, I just uh, today I was reading, I think the the um, Jordan, the, the, the leaders of Jordan, uh, King Abdullah and Egypt's Sisi, uh, they met and they said, no, 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 no we do not want you know to take in the Palestinians. we won't don't want them ex- expelled. And so thoughts on where uh, we might be uh, going or any any end to this current uh, situation in Israel, uh, Gaza and, and Hamas.
3: Yes, it's pretty horrifying. It's pretty scary. Um, I don't have much faith in political leaders or nation states. Um, it, it's very sad to, to see the response of the Arab world um, to the Palestinian uh, dilemma. And, you know, every day they're killing hundreds and hundreds of Palestinians, and the world is watching. And what has brought us to this point? Um, when you think about these leaders, uh, so-called leaders, you know, who have these agendas, Oh, we have President Biden, you know, the second Catholic president in U.S. history, and look what he's doing. Um, he's, he's collaborating with uh, fascists. He's collaborating with uh, gross, gross human rights violations, you know, the breaking of international law. I'm horrified. I don't know what to say. Um I know that the UN is is doing its best to uh put a stop to this, but it's pretty clear that we've gone very far down a road of um renegadeism. Um you know, we have a we we belong to a rogue superpower and it's just run amok. and I don't understand what the vision is. Of people like Netanyahu and Zelensky and Biden. Um it doesn't make any sense. There's just so many um idiosyncrasies now in terms of our past history of um, you know, who's a Nazi, who's a fascist, who's on whose side, who's L- Zelensky, who's who's supporting who, you know, whose ancestors killed. Who other, you know, group of people's ancestors, are they collaborating now? Uh, it's so hard to understand what's going on um, right in front of our own eyes and with all of these alliances that keep shifting.
1: I I, I, I just, um, the way you just stated it, um, and I've had this in my head as well for the past weeks and months and, and years now and people that I interview and, and listeners, it's it's not so clear cut uh anymore and now my you know my, my stance is just you know c- calling out fascism collectivism tyranny oligarchy you know war Empire you know the police states and you've got people from both sides now uh participating in this evil and uh tyranny and maybe to go back to the economy because it just seems that. It's it's getting really bad. I've had a number of um, expert guests uh, on to discuss the financial system and economy, and they're all saying that we're we're reaching the end of the road. There's this huge debt bubble, um, and I think this would portend the decline of the American Empire uh, and the West, the the state of the dollar, and it's it's becoming harder to be middle class in America. As you mentioned, housing. I, I hear from Americans who are working full time, doing what they're supposed to be doing, they can't purchase a home. Like, you know, my parents used to, uh, you know, they they came to America without even speaking English and lived a good middle class, you know, hardworking, working working class, blue collar life. And Americans born in America today uh, are having trouble doing that. So your thoughts on the state of the uh, economy?
3: Well, um, both Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. The the economy is key, obviously. Martin Luther King Jr. And, um, Phil Berrigan, we we cannot have this discussion without the Berrigan brothers coming in to um, the history, you know, all of this cloud of witnesses who have come before us. Uh, so both Phil and King talked about the, the power that the people have to call for a general strike, you know, the labor uh, movement, the, the labor unions. Um, I think we could turn things around very quickly if we went on a general strike and, and and shut down this rotten economy that's not taking care of the citizens, the people. And we have to have a um, list of uh, demands and reforms in terms of who's who's generating all the wealth and where's the wealth going. Um, there's no reason why we can't be uh, living a prosperous. Peaceful existence, you know, in the globe, around the globe, you know, they're talking now about a multipolar world rather rather than unipolar, which you know to me is uh, the white supremacy has to end. And I mean, my vision—I may be accused of uh, being a uh, unrealistic uh, utopian, having an outlook that is unachievable, but I will never let go of my vision that. It is achievable that we can move towards alternative energy. We can move towards proper uh, food production. Um, we can um, take the money back from the rich; it doesn't belong to them, and you know, use it for the basic needs of of so many uh, millions of people. Um, I think it's all possible. It's it's always the question of the revolution of the heart, as as Dorothy spoke of where we all have to decide that we do care about our brother and our sister and we are responsible uh, to one another and the lousy rotten capitalist system uh, has to go we can demand that
1: yeah and you you touched on my next question i want to get your further thoughts on this multipolar uh world the global south coming together we got to jump to our uh, break Uh, again phone calls are welcome leaving comments in the chat uh, we'll be right back.
0: Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malsberg. Hello, everyone, and I hope you had a wonderful and Merry Christmas. Hey, did you happen to catch our Vice President Kamala Harris before the holiday speaking on MSNBC about next year's election and what it means?
3: I think all of these issues are important to voters who are going to be going to the polls in November and and they will make their decisions, obviously. Um, but. There are a lot of critical issues at stake. And, you know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. This one is.
0: What? Did she say this is the most important, the most consequential, the most anything? Nope, she did not.
3: You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. This one
0: is. And this is one of the freedoms, she claims, is at stake next November.
3: The freedom to just be. The freedom to just be.
0: So the woman who's a heartbeat away from the presidency says this is the most election ever in our lifetime and gives you some cockamamie freedom. I mean, God help us all. Thanks for giving me a minute. And don't forget to tune into my show Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, right here. On TNT. Hi, I'm Ryan Blaney, a third-generation race car driver, and we dedicate a lot of our time to going as fast as possible. But when my grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, it was a very unexpected bump in the road for us. It's important to notice if older family members are acting differently, experiencing problems with their memory, or having trouble with routine tasks. Early detection of Alzheimer's can give your family time to explore support services, make a plan for the future, and access available treatments. If you or your family are noticing changes, it could be Alzheimer's. Talk about seeing a doctor together. Well, welcome to The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT.
1: All right, we're back. Uh, it's our the, the final segment here with Martha Hennessy on the Hrvoja Morich uh, show. She's the seventh grandchild of Dorothy Day. She volunteers at Mar- the Mary House Catholic Worker in uh, New York City, where People are welcome to visit if you're uh, in New York City. She's been all over the world. Um, she's been arrested for uh, resisting the empire. And uh, before continuing, Martha, is, is there any best website you'd, you'd like people uh, to know about?
3: Oh, no, we're some of the Catholic worker houses um, do have websites. We don't here in New York. We're kind of resisting the um the great social media surveillance state <laughs> uh, mechanisms. Um, I just try to go for alternative um, news outlets. I, I really admire Amy Goodman, Democracy Now. Uh, really trying to report on the issues. Um, Max Blumenthal. Um, there are there are some good uh, news outlets. Um, but, you know, I, I don't like what I just heard in that little ad about that guy knocking Kamala Harris. Um, <laughs> you know, our vice president is a woman of color. And, you know, I don't agree with her political pol- policies. I don't agree with, you know, she supports war and violence. And, and that's what I would complain about her, not her saying something about freedom. I mean, don't we care about freedom in a democracy? Um so uh, it's really hard these days, you know, to to get news that's that's not biased. Um, so I don't have any specific websites to um, direct you towards, but I just like to post a warning for people that there is a lot of um, crazy stuff out there and a lot of right-wing racist stuff out there.
1: Yeah, and just your comment. I mean, we, we've got uh, hosts on DNC Radio. Again, we're free speech here hosts that are left right beyond uh guests i i like to have guests from across across the spectrum uh but i think you know what we do have in common here on on Tinta radio is most of us are we're all pretty much against uh a war um you know centralized totalitarian control uh and, and all the, all this sort of uh um, stuff and you know pro-freedom and all that and yeah you know, i met max i lumenthal hung out with him three months ago I was at the Ron Paul Institute conference so I got to hang out and chat with Max uh he does a lot of great work and uh you know you just mentioned the surveillance state and for me that's also one of the biggest problems you know last year the Department of Homeland Security singled me out and banned me from PayPal which was one of the ways uh, I was monetizing my uh podcast and so people are being debanked now people are being classified as domestic terrorists for just not agreeing simply not agreeing with government policies uh and you know both right and uh left and so it's it's now they're talking about this cashless society central bank currency so it's it's like if 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 they implement some of these digital structures and they can easily shut anyone off uh, do you have any thoughts on um the progression of the surveillance state
3: well here at the catholic worker we believe in um Precarity, voluntary poverty, uh, personalism, um, living with less so that others uh, may live with more. And uh, we have to beg for our donations. Um, we rely on charity. We do not want any strings attached to the state because we don't want the state dictating what we print in our newspaper um, about Current events and current issues and current conditions. Um, so, it's it's a it's a very uh, tough um, ideal that we do hold up um, for ourselves. It's not easy. It's never easy. Um, but this whole question of voluntary poverty goes completely against the grain of um, class ambition you know we're all told that we can flourish and anybody can become president and you know these are lies Uh, we are uh, we're constantly being surveilled in terms of our consumerism Um, we're constantly being surveilled in terms of how the next presidential um, electoral season is going to go and and by the way um, Dorothy never voted. Her first um, arrest was for the women's vote in DC. And then she never voted. She didn't believe that uh, anything was go- good was going to come from that process, even though we all have ideals for democracy. But voters can vote till the cows come home. Give us candidates that are worth voting for. Thank you very much. Um, this business of Biden and Trump, how did we get here? Um, we're calling ourselves a democracy, um, but anyhow, I can go on and on about um, the political corruption and the situation is completely breaking down. Uh, the judicial system is breaking down. Um, all of our institutions are are breaking down, um, and we've been practicing, you know, deadly violence for centuries with, with our experiment here in the United States. And the chickens are coming home to roost at this point in our lives 21st and century I,
1: after the last couple of years I've also kind of lost interest in in, in voting and I, I'm a citizen of three nations and that would apply to all of those uh <laughs> nations and as, as you mentioned candidates uh it's, it's funny because when I grew up I I believed it as a kid in the U.S that you know anyone become could become president and then as you get older and you study the Empire you're like what a joke uh I mean how many I've interviewed some uh, presidential candidates on, on the program of the Libertarian Party and other parties um but it's like th- there's no way you got to be part of uh you like George Carlin said you got to be in the club but you know it's one big club and and we're not in it and you got to have all the well, money you got to do what they say or and you know RFK Jr just you know or um Bernie uh Sanders was pushed out of the the, the Democratic Party RFK Jr now yeah. uh and just on and on uh it goes um any further thoughts on solutions resistance for you know people's around the world whether it's in the US and you know a lot of these things can be applied in different uh in, in other countries but you know further thoughts on uh, you, you you know given your experience in uh, in activism peace activism things people can do for for some of the the troubles we're we're facing
3: yeah, thank you. I mean, we really should be thinking in terms of solutions. Well, empires crumble, um, and when they crumble, people get hurt, um, and that certainly is what we're witnessing now. Um, there's all kinds of hope out there. There, there are all kinds of wonderful people doing very good work. So let's focus on that. Let's let's remember that you know our. Social media is going to be telling us it's all hopeless and it's all dark. Um, but that's not the reality. Um, there, is, there is so much work to be done, and we do not um, have the privilege to uh, despair. Um, we have to do the work that's in front of us. And, you know, for me, the work is love God with all your heart, mind, and uh, soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, that's the basic Christian calling. And we need to uh, get back to that. And the world can and will be transformed, I believe, um, with uh, love. Love is the solution. And that may sound naive to some people, but basically it is that simple.
1: I would uh, agree that we, all of us, have to keep whittling uh, away where we are uh with what with what as was it Teddy Roosevelt you say do what you can with what you got uh where you are uh and not not to be uh dismayed it takes you know uh it's the daily grind and and you know I think Hollywood has skewed our minds in the sense that we, we want to envision ourselves as some supermen and no the real supermen are and women are the, the people doing the daily grind, uh and and, and not Instagramming all of their uh you know uh humanitarian sort of work we're, we're down to two and a half minutes to midnight and you mentioned Empire uh, it was almost 20 years ago that I decided to intentionally expatriate from the American um Empire and we've got this sort of multipolar world now uh coming about the Global South bricks and, and and whatnot and you just hear in the rhetoric of the Russian president african leaders latin american leaders they're just iranian if people listen to the iranian uh leaders i've never seen in my life this sort of rhetoric where they're just poo-pooing washington brussels and london just any any thoughts on you know the decline and then the 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 other countries that are coming together
3: yes uh there's hope there um you know we've become irrelevant we have um relegated ourselves um, to the dustbin of history as far as i can tell by uh being so corrupt by being so violent by not not really um, actualizing our great western ideals um, we now have to examine everything in terms of our so-called superior civilization um you know we've we've relied on genocide and slavery um, to build these empires and I think the world's had enough. Humanity's had enough, and um, we see we see some major changes ahead ahead of us. Um, you know, the, I think the big difference now is the U.S. Empire will blow it all up if we don't get to have everything our way. And you know, the Roman Empire didn't have the capacity to totally destroy the Earth, um, but we do um, with the nuclear weapons. And the sooner people wake up to the fact that that's what we're about. Um, then we can um, move on to what really needs to be done to change things.
1: Yeah, I think we've got a few crazies ready to blow up the world. And I've had a number of guests on former government workers saying the same, that they're capable of pressing that red button. Um, Thank you, Martha, for coming on for a great conversation. Uh, And again, you don't have a website, but people can um, visit. It's the Mary House Catholic Worker in New York City.
3: Yeah, well, just go to www.catholicworker.org to learn about the Catholic Worker Movement and to read Dorothy Day's books.
1: All right, keep up the great work, Uh, Martha. Hopefully you join us again uh, at some time uh, at some point in the future, and I'll be right back after this break.